Christmas with jerks. So Leanna, how do you flip between director and, and yourself? And do you have to like jump over and look at how you did it and rewind and like see yourself or are you just trusting the process and hoping in my mind there was going to be a lot of flipping <laughs> over and watching even though it's painful yeah. to see yourself doing whatever but it, we just didn't have the time we yeah. had to fly in these eight days I mean it's kind of incredible that we shot as much as we did in eight days and we had two pickup days of, of grabbing some shots that we needed but this is where Chris, the two of us knowing each other really well and talking a lot ahead of time was super important because I had to let Christina take the wheel oh. all the time. You Which know, and I could see the monitor here and there. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, you just have to know that you're in good hands. And I was in the best hands. So she did the thing we had to where we couldn't have gotten through well it was we spent a lot of time i mean for considering how short it was we spent a lot of time in pre-production talking through all the scenes we rehearsed with tyler ahead of time like you got time to really like figure out the characters and we knew what our shots were we storyboarded and all of that so that i knew on the day what the goal was and so then you could kind of stay in what you needed to stay in because we were always together. And, and I think what I really love about working with you is like, it doesn't feel like there's an ego issue where like, what's funniest? It's always like, what makes the most sense for the story? So we'll pivot and we're like, okay, this is working or this isn't working. Let's, you know, we'll work together on it. And so it was really fun and collaborative, but I was like, okay, I know this is Leanna's vision in this moment. How do I facilitate that and let her stay in this other hat? And oh, there were a great. couple of times, like, we both love Edgar Wright movies and their, oh, like, transitions. And, yes. and Christina would be like, I know Leanna saw this here, and we'd look at a shot and be like, and she'd that's be not, like, that's not it. We're, yeah. let's, we got to go again. Yeah. And um, so that was nice. Very Edgar Wright with the cookies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the hand <laughs> grabbing <laughs> things and everything. I love yeah. those kind of shots. That's really great. Yes. Yes, but, like Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite movies and like, yeah, Scott Pilgrim, like those are that energy and the movement and the playfulness and incorporating of music like that. I think if they had more women involved, it would be come great. On. It's like, true. So, yeah. But comedy is layering and this is where we got to be flexible and let love in when it happens. And so and sometimes it would be like she runs around the house <laughs> and that that was the whole thing. But that's when the she's, note, but when our she's D- locked out. Right. Yeah. yeah right. But our DP was like, hey can we try something here where I'm just going to hold the camera and we're going to run. And we did it. And, and it's just a loose just, cam. Because usually a, like you have like a steady cam so it looks a little smoother. And so Blake Studwell was like, let me just let me just run with you. And it's going to be wild. And Christina has the best laugh of anyone I've ever heard. And she starts cackling as we're doing it. And my little like needy narcissist heart just you bloomed. That. And my yep. chest, I bloomed. All that validation. And I was like, oh, we're going to do more of that. <laughs> we're going to do the whole running around the house like that. Because if I can hear that laugh. Like, I gotta have that. And we're like, we don't know if this is going to go in the cut. Like, we don't know how it's going to look. We went I almost play. peed myself. <laughs> Whole so half ridiculous. a day, just you running around. <laughs> and we used most. We used tons of it. So. It was really fun. Yeah, because it just, it it raised the stakes so much. That's that's when her phone, it's right at the beginning of the movie. Her phone is crashed. She can't get in the house. And she just starts running around the house. And we're like, this is raising the stakes so high yeah, for something that is not so that ridiculous. Bad. And it was visually already so funny but then you add that up on the housetop like song yeah. with Priska in there so like adding the musical elements when it was already so funny is just it, it's so helpful and that's awesome I would but I do sit there um, like ha- having 
done some things where I'm acting and then a director is like, come here and look at this. I'm like, like I always look at it and go, I could do better. Mm. I could do I could do that. I could give more with that. I could hit that a little bit Mm -hmm. harder. So I'm like, how much of it is practicing in the mirror knowing I'm not going to have the time? to watch this over and I just have to trust myself. Well, when we started, I thought I was going to be running around and looking all the time and there just was not the time for it. And you just had to let Jesus take the yeah. wheel. I mean, Christina, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. what? Well, but, but yeah. there was, I mean, cause yeah, cause I could also tell sometimes too, I was like, everyone's, I was like, I want you to watch this shot just to make sure we got what you want. But otherwise I'm like, I know it's there and I know it's going to put you in your head yeah. instead. And so, yeah. And that was sometimes like in the edit too. Sometimes I was like, Lena, you got, I swear this take is really funny or you look great and you got to let, sometimes you got to let it go. Yeah. Uh, it's hard for me to see the kissing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I haven't done anything like that. And I imagine. I only have done comedic versions. Yeah. It's not like, you know, come on. Serious. Yeah. <laughs> you get add the spitty sounds and you're like, was that us or was, was that, that added in post? <laughs> Are we really that damp? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is our mouth so damp? Or like the crying thing too. I mean, and and that you, I couldn't watch playback on that. I had to do the thing, Aww. you know. Yeah, um, it was it's so good. And like you said, sometimes like you have to be able to leave your ego at the door because imagine if she's like, "That sucked. <laughs> um, oh go do it again," you know. And like I'd be like, because huh. I've been on set before where somebody just yells something and it's not like my person that I've been talking to the whole time it's like a new oh, new person yeah. that oh, yeah. is like talking shit like, and I'm like do I take the note like I appreciate the note but could the note be kinder <laughs> yeah like because we don't know each other and the way you said that was really fucking shitty yeah <laughs> like, it's in my head now Shh. do you want more of what's missing from this interview Of course you do. That's why you need to join the fan club or subscribe to Davi the Scapegoat Plus. You get monthly exclusive content from Davi the Scapegoat and cool perks. Go to DaviCrimmins.com for more information or just search Davi the Scapegoat Plus wherever you're listening to your new favorite podcast. No, but Christina's always (laughs) lovely and leads with kindness. Like, Like, I have a thing where I can be gigantic. Like, I'm on a stage and I'm getting back to the thousandth person oh. and christina would tell me and that in the most for beautiful camera. way she'd be like liana just to my to me in my ear the camera's really close right now. <laughs> you're doing so much and you it was like she'd look at me and it was like all this love in her eyes and i'm like yeah that was really huge right then huh yeah. she's like yeah because <laughs> the character's big and it's still but it's like there's a groundedness to Eve that but even when she's huge and lovely like there's so much fun and delight in yeah. her but yeah they're like and it's that we're really switch close. that yeah. switch between theater acting for the person in the back of the room mm-hmm. yeah and camera but <laughs> I just love that because I've been on a set where a director came around and was like alright I liked what you did better in the audition let's go again <laughs> I mean, this was a big ass set too, yeah, and I mean. was like, "What does that mean?" He was like, "All right, Ian, look, look, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I'm, I'm gonna be here with you, and we're gonna get it. All right, re- reset." And then next thing you know, he's Give me gone. No notes. He's gone. <laughs> There's another person there who's like, "All right, we're going." And Did I'm he like, quit? Hi. <laughs> no, he's running between sets. Okay, I was like, sure. and it was like last day before Christmas filming of oh, this. Funny. You know, I'd met him on the first day of him filming this episode, and this is the last day, and it's like one scene, and then he was so loving and kind in this first scene, and this. <laughs> is his last scene before break and it is running
running long and he's running two sets and the stars are over there and <laughs> yeah. I'm just some asshole who did it better in the audition, apparently. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. Can I go, like, look at it on my phone real quick? Because, like, I, I don't, don't know what I what did. I... <laughs> and when my face gets, like, weirded out, it does big, huge things. Yeah. Like, that is an unhelpful note. <laughs> and so I left that set that night like a kicked dog, you know? Well, you need more details. Like, oh. You can't just say, I don't like that. Be or funny. I, yeah, or I liked um, it better before and then just disappeared. What you did sucked, but what I did like, you did before. Okay, going again. <laughs> like, I am lost and now I'm scared. Just start throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks and like... Oh, man. There's a lot of juggling. Like, there's so much. I mean, beyond taking on multiple roles, but even when you're the one role and people, maybe you're getting different notes from different people and you're like, I'm not sure who exactly I'm supposed to respect in this situation. I'm like, I know everybody here has a very important role, but the boom mic guy does not need to tell me to go fuck myself. (laughs) And that that I made a weird face there. Like, Mm. if he didn't like it, that's fine. But these three people are the important ones that I want to impress, right? Yeah. Yeah, we have to be clear about who is allowed to give notes, especially to the actors. It's like, you can come to me, and I don't, you don't need to, but if you want have a thought, you can come to me as the director and we can do it. But you do not need to also put your voice to the actors if that is not your position. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I do think a good idea can come from anywhere. Yeah. Like I heard that on Dead Poet Society, like one of the extras came up to the director and said, I have had an idea for this line of poetry to use. And they ended up using it in the cut Robin Williams line about um, his own little poem he'd written oh. and how sweet and cute it was. And so I do think it's nice to have a collaborative set like that like yeah. that's the beauty of doing an indie thing that we could good ideas could come from anywhere and and get crazy and like like I was so tired one day because we're working like running it like a union set because Christina knows how to do that thankfully like under 12s but 12s you know and then we're there With 12 all hours the yeah, time. people don't know yeah so it is still it's a long day for anyone not in the industry but that's a reasonable day for anyone in the industry. yeah days of filming less than 12 hour days yeah we had right. two days that's off in bananas. between so we did four and four yeah okay yeah Wow. And so, you know, I'm so tired one time, but, you know, I'm on standing and they're like, hey, Lena, could you come over here, get on the bed? We're going to do the lights. So I just got up on my belly on the bed with my phone. I'm scrolling. <laughs> and our gaffer, Jay Wu, was like, oh, my God, this looks like the Pulp Fiction shot. The, the, the poster. The poster. Yeah. Like, he starts pulling it oh, up. Yeah. And they start. he's like, all right, let's bounce some lights. Let's do and everyone in the room, like Delaney gets excited. She's working on the set, you know, the set deck. He's throwing lights. Blake's getting excited with the camera. And next thing you know, this is like indie film crackling with excitement yeah. because this guy had an idea. And yeah. we're tweaking it. And that ended up being our poster. Poster shot. Shut so up. I just yeah. think like beautiful things can happen when you let other people collaborate with yeah. you and like in a role like that's not Jay Wu's role on set, but we were all there for it. Yeah. And so excited. It was like those were the best moments we had. Yes. When stuff like that happens. Because yeah. some people will be like, What'd you do on the film? And you you say and they're like, Okay, it doesn't sound like like I don't know what that means and it's not mm. lead actress and it's right, not right. producer and mm-hmm. it's not director so I'm sorry I spaced out like I went I just <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. just circus music in my eyes yep. right now but he knows that poster was his idea yeah. so he's like there's my voice and he there's loves my brain lighting and so like he could add his razzle dazzle to it and make something special yeah, yeah like so he, cool. he made because we have so much beautiful Christmas lights and all the little blooming lights in the you know I feel like this is the hot word for today but blooming lights in the <laughs> in the, um, all of the background so he helped build like such a beautiful Christmas 
vibe on, in the whole film. And then, yeah, and then he gets to be a part of what the poster is. And he's so, I mean, been so kind. Like, everything we're posting, Jay's always like, ah, like, responsive. And it's like, yeah, you're part of the family. Like, this is it. We're all a bunch of jerks. We're all a bunch, <laughs> bunch of jerks. Christmas with jerks. <laughs> just Christmas with jerks. There's so many little things in the film uh, that were just additions. And then uh, Prisca was like, oh, I had more music. <laughs> She's like, I had a lot more that didn't get in there uh, just based off of, like, time. And how do you decide what gets cut? And were, were there are there any scenes that you're like, oh, I missed that a little bit? Or did we use everything? Oh man, we used everything, and then we <laughs> milked some stuff. We actually, this is true. We we the script was seventy four pages, and if you think about it, typically a f- rule of thumb could be a page a minute. Okay, uh, so that would be seventy four minutes, so not feature length. We we had a producer tell us it needs to be eighty two minutes, so that was our big okay. goal. So we were like, this line about you working out, we're gonna make that four minutes. Of, we're gonna of, go of some slow mo slow mo <laughs> on that and see how long we can milk that, okay. and then. Uh, and then the transition. So that was our pickup day. The transitions with the cookies was not originally planned. I mean, for it was going to be eight days. It was just going to be like a, a thing that flashed up. Eight okay. days. You know, very basic. In yeah. my head, in my writer's brain. Yeah. And then I was like, well, what if we make it interactive? Like, instead of it just being like a sign, then it's like actually the cookies and all that. And then we were like, Prisco, we need you to sing mm-hmm. and take some time. Stretch with it. It. Yeah. Stretch and it. I like added some, like, maybe you could say this, but please. You Go do nuts. you, yeah. you know, <laughs> and she did. Because <laughs> yeah. it was, it's like, okay, how do we lengthen some of it without it feeling like, okay, just, this is dragging. Yeah, yeah it you never know? did. So what's something fun that we can do and add to it? So she was game and like kind of made it like a character, like this kind of in Eve's head, essentially, like every day of um, this countdown. So yeah, we used... All of that. And then sometimes, like, some of the songs were like, oh, this isn't quite, like, a Christmas vibe or, you know, so some of it was like, oh, okay, so then we'd have to, like, tweak. And then she, like, wrote a whole workout song. We're like, this is supposed to be a Christmas song. And she was like, oh, shit. All right. All right. So, like, so some of it, you know, we kind of bounced back and forth on. But, like, we, we love, I mean, everything she wrote was fantastic. Yeah. But then, yeah, sometimes you're like, okay, this isn't quite working or, you know, now this is going to be in the background of the party, but we need this different energy. And so we got to, you know, sweep um, and find some stuff in them. We ended up connecting with uh, another composer who had she's got song, Christmas songs Shake is her name and yeah you yeah interestingly <laughs> Shake Herbeckian she is brilliant musical um, business lady that's a great she name. hit me up in March of this year being like I saw your hashtag Christmas movie I make Christmas music I license Christmas music what do you need and I was like Shake I got no money she's like great I work with all <laughs> budgets yeah. what do you got and I was like I need two months and you call me back. She's like, okay, I'll call you back in two months. And then two months later, she would call and be like, what do you need? And I'm like, I'm good. I got a composer. I'm great. We're, we're set. She's like, okay, when should I call you back? I'm like, August. Call me back in August. And she did. And she did. And she ended up having, like, we needed, we had put in a Scissor Sisters song in this dance montage you know, there's no getting that. So there's, I mean, I kind of tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and we were really, like, w- with how fast we had to go for the distributor and stuff, like, like music wasn't just, like, it wasn't fitting in how fast we need it. Mm-hmm. And so suddenly she had all these songs that were already made, these Christmas songs, and we're like, this is perfect. Nice. Yeah. And, and I was like, yeah. okay, Shaka, okay, I've got $2. And she's like, okay, great. <laughs> I work with <laughs> all budgets. <laughs> <Got $2.50. laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm yeah. kidding, but you know but, what I mean. But yeah, and so it was like everybody came together to for all these different. But the universe moments. provided. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I really think our our score is so rich and wonderful, and Prisca's like this. 
fantastic narrator of the movie mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like my my sister-in-law is like now my kid comes out of the bathroom and I'm like oh you better wash those hands <laughs> that's my favorite that was such a great transition because you're in the bathroom oh and God. then it goes back to the cookies and you see like a little oh. hand reach for the cookie and I'm like did she wash and then you hear Priska go you better wash those hands and I was like it's yes. unbelievable. <laughs> yes. It's like we're all on the same wavelength as we're watching it. That's great. Uh, yeah. So I think it all worked out just how it should. Yeah. You know? And then it, that's kind of, you know, we just had to like believe in the universe and things going right. Because sometimes, yeah. you know, whatever's happening, we're, we don't know a sales agent. We don't know anything. It's like at every point we made the best decision we could with what we knew. <laughs> mm-hmm. That and, was our mantra. Whenever things went bad, we're like, we did the best we could with the information yeah. we had at the time. Yeah. And then now we have more information. So, yeah. And yeah. now we've learned a lot. I mean, when I first started doing this, I was like, why make a movie? Well, I've always wanted to, but. you know, I don't want to fail. So how can I do that? You know, how can you not fail if you're going to do something? Well, if if your goal is to learn, then you can't fail. That's true. You know, maybe everybody in the world hates it, but you did it and you learned. Okay, you didn't fail. So we went with that and we've learned a shitload. Mm -hmm. I mean... And then it, you were like, well, now I actually but like now it. But now I'm, I'm greedy. greedy. Now I want now people to see it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's like we've watched it so many times. And I'm like, it's still funny. Yes. Like, well, we've been, you know, because like we get paid for like the 2B ads. So, like every time it plays, we get, a, you know, tiny little something. So we've just got to play in our house like all the time. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll come through and I'm like, I'll sit down and watch it. And I'm like, it's still funny. I yeah. still really like it. Yeah. And it's it's encouraging. To, yeah. And to it's fun me. to be like, oh, man, we we did that. That was an accident. And look how good it turned out. Yeah. You know? That, you know, happy mistake. <laughs> yeah. Just okay, the little fart in the hot tub. Yes. <laughs> like, whatever. It's just a fart in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that when a happy accident happens. It's just a fart in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> just a Christmas jerk. I mean, uh, yeah. That's great. So, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was honestly like a holiday miracle. It all was. came together in, in the time. Yeah, because our poor editor, too, were like, we. I know we said November, but now it's going to be August. Oh. Or like, honestly, like July. Because yeah. we also did like a, a Christmas in July little advanced screening at the Terra Theater in town. Because oh. we had promised people a Christmas in July party. And, uh, and the producers rep sending it out to like the biggies, and you're and we're seeing the 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 good and the bad. And for a long time, it was just bad. It was like the big dogs being like, nope, no, nope. yeah. and that's all we're seeing. And we're like, and it was completed in it July, was like director's cut. Gotcha. So we still had to finish the music yeah. and some of that, you know. But the cut itself was there, so we were finished, you know, hurling along with the color. And that's tough when you're sitting there going, okay, I know the potential, I know what she's working on, and it's going to yeah. be amazing, and all these additions are going to be great. But you're like fearfully looking around the room, like, please don't dog on it. Yet it's still a baby. Yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah but they have a the color's checklist. not right. Yeah. This and we don't know who's going to do the color. And yeah. we, and we and we get a quote that's like twenty grand. For oh the, yeah, for, and the sound for like, makes, yeah. yeah, what? Like local people giving us a discount, which I'm like. Do they what? also do like the lighting in your house and like <laughs> all kinds of great? <laughs> oh I'm like, fuck off. That's crazy. Do I get a happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like I understand. I understand. It's a very tedious job, but we ended up. Yeah, Justin West came in and saved our asses saved and did the beautiful us, job with so the color. Beautiful. But it's just yeah, it's all of these pieces that were like, please, please help us. But and that is a labor of love. Yes. Yeah. And it's tedious and so important. And part of what we said too is like this is something we could never afford to do again. As mm. far as like we'll we, never ask you the we things have we've done asked all you of our again. favors. Like so he rotoscoped that... a person out of sunglasses. Yeah, what? like the, in yes. the reflection. Like in of the reflection. And when I'm looking at the house, there was 
Like crew members, crew members, just fully right there. And they took it that out. That is hard. It's oh. hard. That is hard work. And so, like, part of what we're saying is for us to be able to do this, so that now with our next feature, we actually have the money to make up for all of the you know favors and the things that we asked, so that we can come back to our community and be like, look, we did it. You helped us when we needed it, and now we can actually bring like real money to our community. So it's like, yeah, we did this once mm-hmm. with all of our favors uh, because it's so hard for, especially in like bigger markets for people to trust you you mm-hmm. know like Leanna's gotten so close with so many scripts and then it fell through for us to have a show like we made a feature and it looks good and it is fun and people enjoy it and now we have another one now you can trust that we can actually make it happen give us your money yes. <laughs> and so then we can then come back to our community because it's so rare like Atlanta is a huge filming town mm-hmm. but it is rare that the directors the producers everything are coming above the line and it's considered it's coming from Atlanta it's usually LA there's New no York. tax break here for above the line only for below oh so per, yeah. yeah and so so the creative control is typically coming from the bigger markets and they don't always trust Atlanta to make the Mm. work. And so now that we can say like we did it, this is just Atlanta making this movie and like the more that our community comes behind us it also really helps us to be like look people want to watch this and then that helps us with our next movie so that it helps money people in LA to be like okay shit I, I believe you I trust you. You can make this happen and so that's been huge for us. So yeah, for our next feature, we're like we're uh, getting some interest. We're having meetings. We're having people like with actual money that will believe in us now, and that's. But we huge. could go back to our people we just worked with and be like, "Remember when we gave you five dollars? <laughs> we got more, honey. <laughs> we got another. We're five making right. it up. Yeah, <laughs> you better look out. We got a ten spot for you. <laughs> Well, that's why people need to keep streaming it. Amazon, <laughs> Apple TV, Vudu, Tubi, Freebie. Mm-hmm. And I think there was one more. Oh, but stream yeah. it everywhere because they get those dollar bills to make that next film. Yes. Are you going to do an Easter movie next time? Or? Easter, yeah, we'll do another one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, then, and then St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. And then, yeah, we'll do every holiday. And then we'll do our, our spooky plaza movie. <laughs> oh, but man. that's Yeah, that's the one where we're getting some meetings I'm, I'm so really pumped. excited about. And so now, surprise, Blair, we will let you know <laughs> about that. Manifest. Manifest. We ask the community and we get the help. Or we ask the community's wife. That's right. right. That's right. right. We do it it. publicly so now he's He's now embarrassed if he doesn't. So this does touch base on grief a lot. And Mm -hmm. you guys, you called in all your favors and you were vulnerable in that and you're vulnerable in this. Um, What are are you pulling from personally for that? Do you mind talking about it? On the podcast, we talk about vulnerabilities here too. I mean, I know for me... Um, I mean, I, you know, I didn't write it, but like um, my my grandfather basically raised me like my mom was a single mom uh, when I was growing up. And so like my grandparents were a big part of that. And my papa like died right before Thanksgiving a couple years ago. And so it was really hard for us to do the holidays. And it's like all these memories that you have together. And so it's supposed to be this really joyful time. And it's so hard. And I remember like. I didn't want to do anything happy. I just wanted to be left alone. And so that really resonated for me in this movie because it does feel like frivolous and they're like, I just want to be left alone. Like it's all these nonsense things that are going on. And then you kind of see that they're both dealing with parental grief and that that is something of like, yeah, like I, I need some space in this. I'm finding my own way to find joy at this time and maybe it is just me with a martini and snuggling a dog Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be around a bunch of people um, because that's definitely how I felt and still every holiday season like it's still hard it still feels like 
we're we're not all here to celebrate the way that it used to be. And yeah. so um, I know that has stuck out for me. And, and I mean, we talked about the, the dress scene of like that connection to family and the joy, like trying to find the joy within the grief and, and how to like honor a memory. Yeah. And sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes it's like alone. Sometimes it's quiet, solitude. Yeah. And some people are like, oh, isolation is depression. And I'm like, Mm-mm. but sometimes it's self-care. protection and yeah. self-care from for yourself, from other people. Like uh, my dad passed away just yeah. after Thanksgiving in 2018. And I remember like hearing Christmas carolers, you know, like a few blocks away. And I'm like, if they come over here, yeah. I'm a punch all them in the face yeah and it's not their fault that's just how i feel right now so in this film a strong and eve both run away from their problems so to speak to like get some isolation and they end up together which that can be a little frustrating (laughs) because it's like i wanted to be alone right now but now we're in it (laughs) but it can make for a great and very funny movie well i'm from a little small town and so everybody knows everybody and and we've lost a lot of people over the years and so, yeah, there's always this joy and sadness. I mean, I can't hear an old Christmas tune without a little, you know. That little lump. That lump. <laughs> and, but I, as an actress, I'm comfortable in the comedy space. I mean, mm-hmm. I cope with comedy. I will jazz hands so you don't know that I'm telling you real things. <laughs> I'm about things. to cry. <laughs> so, so and as, just as an actress on this project, I was really nervous about this, you know, the, the sadder scenes. And, um how to handle that. So I started training with my friend, Lindsay Moser. I just go to her house, you know, like an hour a week and we talk through scenes and talk about things. And she, at one point was like, Leanna, you know, you can tap into real feelings here. Mm -hmm. You can go into what you need to go into and nobody has to know. And it's fine because that's what we do as actors. And, you know, and that was fine to hear, but I'm still like waking up crackling with energy and like yeah. not going to let, you know, you see me sad, you know. And um, so so I'm telling my therapist about this, like this is what I'm nervous about because I'd rather tell you I have herpes on stage in front of millions <laughs> right? than like tell you what something real that? that I'm dealing with, you know. Like, like, why am I so comfortable explaining to you guys my nipple hair yeah. just on the left fine one with it. is out of control. <laughs> but if you ask me yeah. about like family grief. Yeah like death and like just the turmoil of I'm like I I get caught up I get choked up because I want to be respectful of the memory Mm. but also uh, um the the inclination like the the desire to make it funny Mm -hmm. like to make the awkward to make the sad funny yeah and you feel disrespectful in that element then they say comedy is just tragedy plus time it is yeah yeah I mean I wanted to ask you guys about this because I know this is this deals with grief during the holidays and a lot of people you know you can sit there and be like oh that person's so negative they're such a bah humbug person and I'm like but what are they going through yeah like what happened yeah and I also think the body remembers yes and my therapist talks about this like like I read this article in the paper around when we're about to start filming and I get rageful about this article because it's about well I won't get into it but anyway I go to my therapist and I say I, I got so upset and I never even read Articles in the paper. I'm a headliner. I don't even read that. Give me the meat of it and let's move on. And and I was like, I think it's because I lost some friends, and and in a similar fashion. Mm -hmm. And and this just this young hubris is just killing me. And she's like, Well, what time of year was it? I'm like, It was Easter. And you know, 
it was almost Easter. Mm-hmm. And it was like, she said it and she's like, tell me about it, Lee. And I, and I had this lump in my throat and I couldn't talk about it. You know, yeah. I'd, had, I'd had like this anger response and now I couldn't talk about it. And, you know, every time I would think about that, I mean, I just couldn't talk about it. And I was like, well, maybe this, they've shown up for me. Yeah. Like my friends, like literally, you yeah. know, like maybe they're here for me right now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just that time of year and your body and your holds body onto just it. like holds it. Yeah. And it's, you're like, it, could you not right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. that's, I think that's not something you're going to get to choose. You know, mm. it's just going to come for you and that's, that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I yeah. think sometimes too, it's just the, like this pressure of what the happiest time of the year should be and mm-hmm. this yeah. like, you know, the gifts and all these things. And it's like sometimes you're still going through a lot and these kind of outside things don't bring you joy and you are sad. I mean, I'm like the year because my papa actually died the same year, like 2018. And mm-hmm. it was like then that Christmas too, like my family was trying to do something. And I felt myself like micromanaging, like it needs to be perfect or this thing. And then I just like lost it and I was like I just need to go weep in a room alone because this is not my meal is not perfect this thing is not perfect and I was like well this is not what it's about this is Mm -hmm. not what I'm crying about and like this perfect meal does not bring this person back and Mm -hmm. like how do we make everything the happiest time of the year when you don't feel that way and giving yourself permission to just be fucking sad and like Again, like in this movie, like be alone sometimes. And yes. it's I don't I don't have it in me to be on for everyone else that I just want to be sad and think about the person that's not here and giving yourself permission is yes. sometimes hard and like yeah. setting boundaries. Like the boundaries megaphone boundaries. What yeah. is it like, like, Our megaphone boundaries? Megaphone boundaries. Yeah. It's so hard during the holidays. Like mm-hmm. there's so many expectations. Like you will come here, you will do this tradition, you will do this thing. It can be really hard, especially with family that might be toxic or might be really mm-hmm. hard on you to be able to say, like, this is not it for me this year. I cannot mentally handle this. It's and hard. You can mm-hmm. still love them and like you want to spend time with them but just can't right now. But that's yeah. the thing is you start when you start putting up your your soft boundaries or your <laughs> megaphone boundaries, either way, sometimes you can be soft about it. You're gonna find the toxic people really quickly mm-hmm. by the ones that take that as a personal attack. Yeah. So I can be like, need to be alone right now and then it's you're so negative. You're bringing down the whole family. Mm-hmm. This is our tradition. I can't believe you would blah. Like, just mm-hmm. fill in the blanks because you've probably heard this in your life a time or two. Uh, birthdays, any kind of holiday. Like, it. it's not an, a personal attack just to want to be alone or want to do things your way or yeah. want to change it up just this year while you're acclimating to yeah. these new feelings that yeah. you have. And And sometimes, like... I don't even know. Like you said, I'm just like, I'm angry. Nothing's working. Why is it? I check my period app. I'm like, am I PMSing? (laughs) What the fuck is this? And then my sister will be like, hey. And I'm like, oh, it's October 16th. And this Uh, thing happened. And I didn't. It snuck up on me. But my body remembered. But I like my brain didn't even look at the calendar day. And uh, she's really good about dates like that. She'll always hit you up and be like, hey, remember? I'm like, no, I didn't. And I was actually fine this time. But thanks for the reminder. But then other times I'm like, why do I want to eat this guy's face? Like, why do I want to eat his face? Mm -hmm. Why am I getting so pissed right now? And I'm like, because the body just holds on to this shit. And the only way you get it out is by respecting 
your own boundaries and giving yourself that time to heal. Yeah. And that like t- people grieve differently. Yes. And I like because I, I when all this happened for me, I was with a partner who had dealt with grief and he dealt with it in a very different way than I did and was like kept trying to make me happy. And I was mm. like. I need you. It's not the. To, yeah. And I'm like, if that's how you dealt with your grief, you should probably also be in therapy. But that's its own thing. But for me, I'm like, I need you to let me be sad. Yeah. Or you need to give me space. Like, if you can't be in the room with me while I'm sad, OK, but I need time to do that. And so either you can just sit in here with me and cuddle and let me cry or <laughs> or you can you can go if it's too much for you right now. But like I can't you got to let me grieve how I grieve. And if that worked for you and you grieved, great. But mm-hmm. it's going to be different for everybody. So, yeah, giving space for how you function in it and not there's not a right way to grieve. Yeah. Um, and some people do grieve with humor in different oh, ways. Definitely. You know? And so um, and I've had some family friends that have dealt with grief recently that I was like, wow, this is very different than what mm-hmm. my experience was. <laughs> and like trying to be there for them. And I'm like, yeah, snarky jokes is what's working for you right now. And I'm going to just let that I'm not going to take that personal. I'm going to let you have that mm-hmm. and whatever you need to do. You know, it might not look cookie cutter of what, yeah. <laughs> what it is. And there's complicated grief, too. Yeah. So, like, it, um, being raised by your, your grandfather, so I bet when you told people, they were like, oh, were you close? Yeah. And you're like, what kind like, of fucking question is that? <laughs> Why would you ask that? Like, just say I'm sorry. Yeah. Somebody died. Somebody say I'm died. sorry. Yeah. Um, don't don't investigate. Don't be don't be like, well, I was never personally close to my grandpa, so it didn't matter a lot when he died. But anyways, and it's like this isn't about you. Right. Yeah. And also grief can be complicated. I mean, my dad and I were estranged for many years and we were just getting back in touch mm-hmm. when he passed away. So it was like I have these feelings but I feel like I'm not allowed to have them because everybody was like but didn't you like hate him you know it was a lot like that kind of stuff and I'm like okay I feel like if I'm too cavalier about this people will think I'm a cold ass bitch Mm -hmm. and then if I am grieving too much people were also going but you guys weren't like close so it's like am i allowed do i have permission to feel feelings yeah and this whole podcast got started because it's like people um don't communicate their feelings Mm -hmm. so then there's all this resentment and animosity and then i don't have a job anymore because of that guy's resentment and animosity and now we've started this podcast where i just talk to people in all different types of business and it's like Feel feelings mm-hmm. like you're allowed to feel those things. And when you give yourself permission to feel those things, you'll go, this place is fucked up. <laughs> like yeah. you finally take the blinders off and go, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Or I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's what I was like. And I think I, a lot of us need that a lot. Yeah. Like it's hard to trust yourself and say, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to yeah. get away from this. Yeah. yeah. And then also just not allowing those kind of structure. Like if you are becoming in a position where you can change the space, like you are the leader in this room, then not perpetuating that kind of stuff or allowing other people to continue to do that. Like it doesn't. I mean, yes, you should leave toxic environments if you're in a toxic environment. But like if you are one of the deciding people in that room that can then change how that is going and not just letting that continue, we're going to actually communicate. We're going to grow. Yeah, that is something that can happen. And so many people are like nope this is just how it is like mm-hmm. bye like or they're just like you know fuck you you don't do exactly how what we want mm-hmm. and you're like or you could learn you could grow and i think i i see as some of the dynamics are changing and especially like in film like as 
there are more women involved, more people of color involved in like decision making. You see how that affects an entire set and how behaviors that were just part of the job are no longer part of the job. Mm -hmm. And we're like, you know, it doesn't have to be a horrific, toxic environment if we just make some effort to change and actually value everyone. So it is hard and awful, but like, I'm, I'm so tired of letting people be allowed to continue to be shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, but I mean, like, do what's best for your mental health. Get the fuck out of there. But I'm like, I'm so tired of those people being in power. <laughs> yeah. But that goes back to they're listening to someone who's like, this is the way we've always done yeah. it. And it's always worked as we just... Uh, and I've been watching a lot of cult documentaries mm, lately that are mm-hmm. just blowing my mind because I'm like, I can't believe how much of this dialogue was used at my old job. Mm, <laughs> you know, wow. I'm just like, wow, there's a lot of that dynamic like is is there mm-hmm. and it can and it can parallel a lot of those things. And just because you've done it this way always doesn't mean you have to keep doing it this way. But if you're complicit in, I guess, um, just keeping that kind of culture around your workspace mm-hmm. and, and you all are happy with that, that's fine. But you're going to lose a lot of really great employees. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys had many jobs before you went headfirst into film. Do you have any toxic workplace stories of your own? Yeah. <laughs> I had a boss throw a stapler at me. What? <laughs> and I'm like, one more inch and I'd be rich, y'all. Yes. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. <laughs> I, and I wish that I'd quit. You on tried the spot. to dive. I just like, yeah. like, like a soccer player. Like, no. <laughs> Christmas with Jack.